Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And guys, this time we're going to talk about solar powered profits. This is something I've been meaning to bring to you actually for quite a while. And I'll be honest with you, I forgot about it. It's a, it's a process that I went through a while back. And I'm seeing it come up again. It's rearing its head again. So I thought I would address the topic. I've had a couple of people lately ask questions about it. So I thought, what better time to do a podcast about it than now? Well, solar, okay? I get lots of solicitations in the mail for solar on my little multifamily properties. I've got, yes, I have some single family properties, notes that I bought, and we had to foreclose on them. So we wound up back with the properties, and uh, that's how we wound up with some single family properties as well in our portfolio. And I get those lovely dear homeowner letters. I, even though I'm on the national do not call register, I still get tons of calls from solar companies wanting to sell me every solar system on every property I've owned. I own or ever owned under the planet. Boy, their, their marketing is off base. That's for sure. Anyway, so I get all these calls and uh, one of the properties I had them come out and give me an estimate. And when they came out, you know, the different levels of sales ability, the first guy that came out was pretty sharp guy. He seemed to be, seemed to know what he was talking about. He was way around solar. Second guy was okay at best. And the third guy, he was just like, it was his first day. I think it was his first hour. I kind of felt bad for him. But anyway, he, they all gave me a, a bit of an education on solar. I asked a lot of questions. And uh, Ed, if you don't know already, I do have a, a background of installing solar myself. I installed solar on the motorhome that we're traveling in. And uh, we did that because we wanted to be off the grid. We wanted to be self-contained and not have to rely on the grid. So I've got uh, 1,300 watts of solar panels up on the roof of the motorhome. I've got 800 amp hours of lithium batteries. I got this big battery bank, a big time uh, 5,000 watt inverter in the whole nine yards. So I can literally run everything, including my air conditioning, off of the power of the sun in my motorhome. That's worked out real well. So installing that system myself twice, and I say twice because I did it the first time, not necessarily the right way, come to find out. And then I actually did the rest of the research and learned the right way to do it, went back and basically had to rewire it again. I had used the wrong size wire and some other things, but I got it installed now. And in the process, I pretty much became a solar engineer, I think, going through that whole thing, getting that thing set up and learning more about solar and whatnot. So I hear a lot of investors talking about they get sucked into the sales pitch. And I thought, well, this episode, I want to teach you what I know about the benefits and the the disadvantages and the advantages of solar. Okay. So that you don't get sucked into buying a solar system for your property and being unsure of what the value is on it. And then finding out later that things aren't the way they seem. So first of all, one of the big advantages they push is that up and if you had bought a system and had a system installed prior to January 1st of 2020, you would have got a 30% tax credit. I qualified for that 30% tax credit. Motorhome is my son is my primary residence now. So I was able to get a 30% tax credit. And what that means, guys, by the way, the difference between a tax, there's a tax deduction and a tax credit. A tax deduction basically is it goes against your tax. It reduces your taxable income. But a tax credit, that's actually money that comes to you or would be used to offset a tax liability. So let's say that you got a tax credit of $3,000 and you had a uh, $2,500 tax bill. Well, because your tax credit is greater than what you owe the IRS, they would wipe off that $2,500 bill. You get a check for 500 bucks. That'd be your refund. And if you owed them $3,000, they would, they would, they would credit that tax credit towards you. You wouldn't have to pay any tax. If you didn't have a tax liability, it would come to you in the form of a cash back payment when you file your taxes. Now, I'm not going to play CPA and get and go dive deep and go into the woods and give you guys all kinds of details on this because at the end of the day, guys, you call your CPA, you tell them what you want to do if you decide you want to do solar. 
and they'll tell you how to go ahead and qualify for the tax credit. But guys, I'll tell you, keep it simple. Make sure you keep the receipts. Make sure you use the licensed contractor. But understand, the way this tax credit thing was written, the in uh, it started in the Obama administration, by the way, this tax credit. And they set it so it would expire after a period of time. And that happens basically, I think it's in 2023 is when it expires. But as it's written now, and I just Googled this on the IRS's website before I did this episode under it's, if you search on the IRS's website for energy incentives for individuals, you will see the little matrix that I'm getting ready to talk about here. And that's where it tells you that January 1st, 2020, had you done a system prior to then, then you would get 30% tax credit towards, that's 30% of what you paid to install it. My system was around 10 grand. It was a little more than 10 grand. So I got about $3,000 tax credit. The, if you did it prior to January, if you do it, I should say in present tense, do it before January 1st of 2021, you get 26% tax credit. And if you do it before January 1st of 2022, you get a 22% tax credit. I guess the good news about these solar systems is, is that, well, it's easy to get financing for these things. If you want, I paid cash for mine. Um, I did mine myself and I ordered all this, researched all the right stuff and ordered all the stuff individually and did hundred percent of the work myself. I shouldn't say hundred, 90% of the work myself, the 120 volt part of it. I wanted to make sure I did it right. So I had a, my normal electrician that I use in the Tampa, Florida area, come by, look over my shoulder, make sure I was doing it right. So I kind of hired him as a consultant and he ran the main feed wire for me. So I probably spent another, I don't know, 800 bucks paying him to babysit me and help me just finalize the 110 portion of it. But I did 100% of the 12 volt. But I say this, one of the things I was told, and this is what I want you to pay attention to, and this is what all their ads and their bandit signs say, is that the system is basically free because they're number one, they're going to finance it for you. How convenient. And then you're going to get all these tax credits and therefore it'll be free. Well, that's not exactly how it works. And they also tell you, because if you got to do the math on the tax credits, the, if you put it this way, you spend the quotes I got were between 20,000, 25,000 and $50,000. So I guess if I let them fleece me for $50,000, and I got a 26% tax rebate. Well, that's pretty substantial tax uh, credit, I should say, not tax rebate, but tax credit. That's pretty substantial. But the real the reality is, you don't have to pay twenty five to fifty thousand dollars to put solar on your properties. A lot of people are thinking about doing this, and landlords are getting talked into this because they want to. A lot of they want to be green. They want to follow the Green New Deal or whatever the hell they're talking about. They want to reduce their carbon footprint, whatever it may be. I don't care what side of the fence you're on on that. Some people think it's it's worthwhile. Other people's don't. Other people's don't. Other people don't. I don't know why it's not really important to me to give my tenant free rent because I'm really going to expect if I go invest this kind of money to get them free power, well, I'm going to charge more rent. That's the reality of it. And I'm going to charge, I'm going to market the place as you don't have to pay a power bill. But here's how it works, guys. In a nutshell, you go out and, and install this, have the system installed. You hire a company. They come out and charge you whatever they're going to charge you. And guys, the prices are all over the map. No two companies agree on a price. That's terrifying, by the way. They'll come out and install the system for you. And the way it's set up is that it basically creates, generates power on your house and then feeds that power back to the electric company. The electric company, since you're providing power to them instead of them providing power to you, they give you a credit. So therefore, your power bill gets unwound, right? So in the first, after it takes a while to catch up, but essentially the theory is, is that you won't have to pay an electric bill anymore. And there, that essentially makes the system free of charge. It doesn't quite work out that way, guys. But the reason why I was looking at this at one of our properties, number one is because I got sick and tired of the salesman calling. So I wanted to test the theory, see what they're talking about. But more importantly, I thought, well, let me at least run this scenario. I had one property that Jill and I keep as a hurricane hole, so to speak, if the poopoo hits the fan and we want to have a place to dodge a hurricane instead of the motorhome. 
then we'll go to this place. And I thought, well, first thing they do after a hurricane comes is they cut the power off. They always do this because lines down somewhere in the grid, they're going to shut the power off. And they, and last time we had a storm come through, which is Irma, the power was out in some places in my town for a couple of weeks. Now my area, my, my neck of the woods, I'm close to a substation, thank goodness. And I'm close to a hospital. So our power was only off for, I think, two or three days. It was no big deal, two days, something like that. So that said, when when I was looking into this whole solar thing, that was one of the questions I had. So, yeah, I would say, hey, this is great. You guys are going to shut the power. You know, Florida Power shuts the power off. When the hurricane comes, I still got electricity. One of the guys like, yeah, two thumbs up. Sounds like a great plan. Well, that was the unethical guy. The other two people said, no, that's actually not how it works. Because what you're doing is you're feeding this whole process works because you are harvesting power from the sun and you're feeding that electricity from solar back to the power grid, which means the power grid does not have to generate as much power because they're not providing you any power. So they pay you basically to generate power for them to harvest the sun. Well, the important thing to note there is when they install these systems. Now, guys, this is in my county, which is Pinellas County, Florida. In Pinellas County, Florida, they are required by law to set it up such that the when the power goes out, my system shuts down. And they do that because what they don't want is my system energizing power lines like down the street or whatever, because it's making power. They want to be able to control that if the power's out and I got uh, one of the linemen a couple blocks away working on the line and he thinks the power's down, my property is generating sun from the uh, power from the sun, therefore electrocuting him. So the way they're required to set it up in my area is that when the grid is shut down, my solar shut down. They've got some interlock device that shuts me down completely. So I cannot use the power at my home that I'm generating. How it really works is the power is generated at my home, not consumed by my home. I feed it back to the grid, and then the grid feeds me the power that I use. And as long as I provide more power than what I use to the grid, I get a, I get a credit on my power bill. Well, I thought, well, that's kind of a dead thing. That's not really exciting to me. That Then really that takes away the only advantage I get at this stage of the game is a 30% tax credit. But guys, why would I go out and spend twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars in order to get a tax credit? How about I do nothing? I don't get a tax credit, but I don't have any expense either. And that's really how it played out, guys. That's why I didn't do it on any of my sticks and bricks properties because it didn't make sense. It does not make financial sense. And the other thing they said is, well, when you sell the property, I'm thinking, oh boy, you're right up my alley now. When you sell the property, it'll increase your property value. You'll get every penny back when you sell your house because it'll come with a free power bill. And what new buyer wouldn't want a free power bill? Well, I got news for you. That's not how it works. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, though. I'll say this. It does not It does not factor when they're doing an appraisal. So when an appraiser comes by, which will happen if the borrower or the, the buyer of your property gets a mortgage from a bank, they're going to get a, an appraisal. That appraiser is not allowed to consider the solar system as a value add for the property. They cannot include the value of the solar system in the valuation of the house. Therefore, it does nothing to increase the value of your property. I will, but I will say this. If you sell it to somebody that's a cash buyer and maybe they're some liberal or something who's all about saving the environment and all that and reducing your carbon footprint and all that stuff, that's all fine and good. Maybe they will put some value in their head to, boy, this is great. It's already got solar. I don't have to put it in, but I guarantee you they're not going to give you that buyer is probably not going to give you full value. Maybe they will. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? So for me, it didn't make any sense, especially when you, I can't use the power I'm generating myself anyway, that's stupid. I can do it on my RV, obviously. I can unplug the RV and run off the off the solar system, off the sun, which is great, which is why we did it. And when we were out on the road before this whole COVID mess hit, 
it was really nice to be able to go places and hang out for two weeks and not have to plug in three weeks without any power, no hookups, no RV park needed. We could stop wherever we wanted to. Heck, even when we were coming back from California, when COVID hit back in March, early April, we were hightailing it back to Florida. We basically parking lot surfed every night. We would stop at night in Cracker Barrels and sleep in their parking lots in the, in the motorhome. Well, the, there's no place to hook up the motorhome. It was hotter than Hades. So we were able to just turn, because I got a big battery bank, I could fire up the air conditioner operating under the, using the sun to charge the batteries. And then we could go to bed. I turn the air conditioner. Everything was fine. We're all set. And then at night it cooled down. So we didn't really need the air conditioning at night just for the couple hours between, you know, the time you stopped driving for the day, say five o'clock. And we would run the air till about eight, nine o'clock. At that point, it did run the batteries down quite a bit, but we would shut the air conditioning off, open the windows. It was in the fifties and sixties in March going across the, the bottom of the country. So it all worked out pretty well. Um, I got to say having battery, uh, battery and solar system combination on the motorhome is the only way to go. I can clearly tell you, but don't let somebody sucker you into these $25,000, $50,000 thing. They're just packing all kinds of extra added crap on there, and they're completely screwing people with the solar. It just doesn't cost anywhere close to have that done, okay? Not even close. And since there's no, it does not factor into your appraisal, has no value, why bother, guys? Why bother? Now, if you want to reduce your carbon footprint, that's your business, but don't think there really is going to be any incentive for you. Yes, at some point, you may get a free electric bill down the road, you, know, you got to ask yourself, is there anything in writing that says that's a, that's forever? Or is that just as long as this administration or the next administration wants it to happen? And as far as that goes, talking about administrations, I believe the Trump administration did not renew the tax credits for solar. Therefore, I'm pretty sure they're going away anyway, uh, or they're going to expire now. If, if uh, Joe Biden wins, maybe they'll renew that as part of that Green New Deal mess. Who knows? But at this stage of the game, it sounds like this whole tax credit thing is going away anyway. So, guys, I hope you found value in that. I hope you found that informative. I hope you don't get suckered into buying one of these solar systems because I pretty much spelled it out. I mean, I don't know a better way to say it. The profit's not there like they say it is. And it's the same thing if you're flipping houses. Don't add solar to a house you're going to flip. Unless you're doing like a build to suit or something like that, you build it into the price of the house. The buyer knows it up front, and then you put the system in. But don't put a system in speculating as a flipper that you're going to get more money or, or speculating as a landlord that you're going to get more money because that's really not how this works. So I hope you would uh, heed that advice, not go spend that extra money, put that money towards some more solid improvements, add square footage, do something like that. Guys, have a great week. I'll catch up with you next this time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.